The Versecast is brought to you by Engine. Create your free gaming community website at enjin.com. Listening to the Those Guys with Ships show, the Versecast Community Podcast. My name is John Abraham. And I am Jimmy Croker. I'm Asmin. I don't know, Jimmy. What's my name now? Starchy. Starchy. Was that Starchy? Yes. Starchy. I, 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 it's Starchy, not Starchy. Starchy. It's a soft G. Soft Starchy. It's episode thirty-three, Community Podcast today. June sixteenth, twenty nine forty five, National Public Radio, <laughs> the docile sounds of Star Citizen. <laughs> I understand there are some forum posts in which my identity will be discussed. Yes, we will be having a Quite conversation a about uh, Starchy. Yeah, or a little bit Starchy. But before that, uh, Ace, how you doing? I'm doing pretty well. I'm just uh, hanging out tonight. All right. Well, that's that's good. Uh, anything new or exciting um, that uh, going on in your uh, life? My shift is changing, uh, which means what? that on the twenty third, I live the twenty third. My shift goes new shift goes into effect, and it means I won't be able to record for a while. So we've got two weeks left. Oh, say it isn't so. Alas. Hi, Mrs. Ace. Hi, Mrs. Ace. <laughs> did you did you guys hear that? Yes, we did. Yeah, yes. She said a while or indefinitely, and technically speaking, indefinitely, but hopefully only a while. We'll see. I'll let you guys know. Certainly keep you posted. Last so breaking dance. it to us easy. What we're gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? By the way, you should know, uh, Miss Ace, that you're now officially on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. You're on the interwebs. Last dance, Gomez tonight. Now what's happening? I'm singing a little seventies, uh, you know, last dance, you know, because it's the last dance face for a while. Oh, or potentially permanently, according to okay, Mrs. No, Ace. what what we're gonna do is we're gonna record the podcast and put in breaks where we say. What do you think, Ace? Oh, and God. then we'll send you the file with those oh, open God. spaces to fill in. No, I think we should just recirculate what he's already done. <laughs> we should edit it. Are you just going to put me on syndication now? Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> We're going to make an Ace soundboard. Perfect. Oh, I like it. Yeah. There, there's the first one. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> well, those guys with ships are going to miss you on the show, be it a short absence or a long one. Ace, we do appreciate uh, you being here with us and hope that you're able to come back soon. But you are going to be here next week, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, All right. Week. All right. So this is not the swan song. This is the pre-swan song. Whatever it is. <laughs> He'll be here all week. 
<laughs> yes, exactly. I'll, say, I'll save my send-off song till next week. Yeah. Be sure. Well, to it also means server. that I that I won't be able to when this happens that I I won't be around until late nights uh, for the Sunday meetups or Saturday. <gasps> Ooh, second no. shift. Yeah. Because yeah. my thir- yeah, I'll be having Thursday and Friday will be the days that I have off. Oh well, my. I keep I, yeah, I keep late weird. I keep late hours, so hopefully uh, I'll I'll run into you. We'll run into each other more. Well, and since my shift is going to be running from twelve to eight thirty, that means my waking hours will probably be shifted later. So I'll hang out with some of the guys from Ireland and Hawaii. Nice. Yeah. All right. Well, um, way to represent. Yeah. Really. I'm not sure what that means, but it just felt appropriate in this moment. All right, well... I think that's the opposite of representing. You're probably right, John. <laughs> way, to, okay. way, way to make life a priority, Ace. God. Thank you. And speaking of those guys with ships, guys, we got 162 members now. Nice. We're going oh, wow. to crack 200 in a month Ooh. or two. Yeah, we got a bunch of new members, uh, and we have to. I suppose we should probably tip our, uh, our hats to uh, Mr. Loaf, Mr. Bandit Loaf. Uh, for mentioning us on the um, on his week weekly schedule, what's that thing called? The com link schedule week ahead weekly schedule. Would be a roundup. We, no, it's not a roundup because no, it's the it, yeah, week it's ahead. Yeah, it's com link uh, weekly schedule schedule mm-hmm. for the week. Yes, and uh, uh, so anyway. Uh, getting right to it, we have Outlawed who joined us. He said, great podcast. Sounds like y'all are a great group to fly with. Haven't made your meetups yet, but I'll try to make uh, some time for it. Have a string of space ponies. He has a string of them. Interesting. Uh, I'll, he's going to bring his Delta. Is really looking forward to multi-crew and squad support roles. Didn't Yay. he join us for some planet side last night? Outlawed? Yeah. Yeah, he did. Oh, cool. There Excellent. you go. Well, there's some of that squad support right there. True dat, Gleep. Star or should G. I say Starchy? Starchy. Starchy. I like Starchy better. I like Starchy. Yeah. It's adorable. Gleep you hates are, it. You guys are making my diabetes hurt. All right. <laughs> D- diabetes. <laughs> nice. Thank you, Wilford Brimley. <laughs> uh, Gaming Guru. We were speaking on the last show about the Wall of Guru. Um, Gaming Guru joined us. Uh, love the podcast. I'm looking forward to flying with you guys in verse. I want to be crew more than a pilot and can't wait for the crucible. Keep the podcast coming and don't change a thing. All right, if you say so. That's really cool. Yeah, it, he works on a, a real-life Starfarer. He, really? Uh, yeah, I think... Yeah. What was it? A um, a drilling? Uh, uh, God, I can't remember what he called it. Is it some kind of drilling ship that's like used for finding oil in the ocean or something? Wow. Um, so yeah, he uh, supposedly he's out on on the ocean for long periods at a time. Uh, so he doesn't. He has an internet connection, but he can't do any gaming. Um, so last night I went on the site. I was looking at the recent uh forum posts and the 15 most recent forum posts for, for from gaming guru sounds like <laughs> nice. finally yeah, got, I got, some, got a little bit of time some time on land um, yeah <laughs> all right well welcome guru that's uh that's very cool um uh and i'm just imagining like sea monsters and stuff do you think he has to deal with that 
I doubt he has to deal with sea monsters. Listen, uh, you know, 1812 called and they want their sea monsters back. I was going to say, the age of the Leviathans, I'm pretty sure, is over. <laughs> that makes me sad. All right. Rift says, first, I have to say, great podcast. It's a great escape on my way to and from work as well as when I'm mowing the lawn. I think that's the first time we... Nice. <laughs> yard work. We're the perfect accompaniment to yard work. Star Citizen isn't even truly out yet, but partly through you guys, it's already serving its purpose as a much-needed escape from the day-to-day. Also, thanks for your for the time you guys invest in putting it together. You have a good thing going. Keep up the good work. And then he has a question. Yay, one question. topic of dis- Yay! One topic of discussion I thought might be interesting for the show. What is the ideal combination of ships for specific missions? For example, if you've got an escort or raid mission and X amount of players, what would be the optimum setup? What ships would complement each other best? Think about a Star Citizen translation of a World of Warcraft five-man dungeon group, including a tank, a healer, and DPS roles. So I think, uh, um, well, as you said, interesting. I, I think maybe we should defer to Ace and talk yeah. squadron role. What do you think, Ace? As far as squadron roles go, how many ships and what ships? Well, so a couple things. Of course, the needs of the mission come first. Figure out what you need to do. Um, let's say it's an escort mission. Um, so what are we escorting? Are we escorting somebody's private yacht? Or is it... Uh, are we escorting, a, say... Let's say we're escorting a, a Star G. A Star G. Okay. Yay. Well, if it's a Star G, if it's an actually a Star G, then it's going to need heavy military escort. Because let's not forget, the Star G isn't a up-armored version of uh, a Gemini. So chances are you're probably going somewhere that's going to need that extra armament. Um, so I would suggest... Um, let's, another thing to question, is it going to be somewhere far away? Or are we going to be doing somewhere... Uh, is, it, is it a shorter hop? So okay, here's what... If it's a sh- I was going to say, here's what we're doing. We're doing Star G with okay. fully laden with fuel okay. through Nullsec. Oh, Jesus. Uh, okay. Uh, for something like that, I would suggest um, at least two uh, light fighters as, as uh, forward scouts. Um, you want something that can see beyond what the group is doing. Um, so two light fighters, say uh, um, two, I guess from what we have at the moment, two gladiuses would move ahead of the convoy and do recon. Then you'd have a, a collection of ships like, say, a Hornet, um, maybe a Tracker, or um, uh, what I would like to do is, is set up a, a squad where you can have one ship that helps command others. So my Super Hornet, I want to put the Tracker Ball in the back of it and use it as a command and, and control vessel. So, say, have four ships around the Star G in sort of a box formation, and the squadron commander flies in the 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 control ship the and uh you know takes in commands or orders or or from what everyone else is seeing and then in return uh presents orders or suggestions as to what the squadron should do um periodically check in with the scout ships to make sure that they are um you know that they haven't encountered anything if they have then relay that information back to the main fleet so that we can be prepared for it. Um, imagine if, if you have a 
couple of um, uh, uh, small fighters that go out and they 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 trick or not trick they they uh, set off like a pirate's nest. Suddenly, pirates come out of the woodwork. Well, now they come racing back to us, letting us know we've got pirates on our heels. Here's what to expect. Get ready. Then that gives you know Gleep and his Stargy enough time to get his crew into his guns and to get the the fighters ready to uh, engage each other. Um, and maybe if we're going through Nullsec, I would want something maybe like a herald with me, um, uh, especially your Ewar variant, so that we have a one up over the average group of thugs because if it's an average group of thugs that decide to jump a group you want to be able to catch them unawares if at all possible and with something like a surprise or in the event that things go south i'm sure that the herald being what it is probably can send a pretty powerful transmission maybe send us just a high-powered distress call if need be um, or jam the pirates signals from doing the same to call for backup well, this is a uh, an in-depth question. Mm-hmm. You you present. I, mean, I guess the, that's the issue is you present me with a question, like a scenario, and I'll give you what I think the ulti- the the optimal so, idea would be. So you would think then. Uh, so you'd say two gladiuses as scouts, uh, four gladiuses or deltas as um, as um, escort, uh, mm-hmm. a herald, and then maybe a ghost or two to bring up the rear. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. Well, because you said, I mean, you said null sec. So if it's null, if it's like honestly, God, null sec, and and we're flying a, a fully laden ship full of fuel through unsecured space, you want a lot of firepower with you. Yeah, totally. That's a lot of that's a lot of uh, um, uh, a lot of fuel to be carrying through uninhabited or not uninhabited but unlawful space. I mean, I would go so far as to suggest that if you're gonna go. Uh, and engage in, say, Nullsec space with someone flying like a Hull E, I'd want almost everybody there. Yeah, I'd want, full, I'd want, full I'd fleet. I'd want retaliators and, um, you know, uh, uh, instead of just a, a small out two-man element of, of squadron fighters to uh, scout, I'd have an actual scouting squadron of four or five fighters that is designed maybe with a vanguard leading the charge. Um who is what's more designed for deep space scouting operations with the gladiuses acting as backup, um, running ahead of the, the crew and the main element. And of course this would be a slow moving convoy because you're all aside from the fighters acting as a shell around the, um, the main ship you're escorting, everyone else is pretty much beholden to moving at, at however fast the slowest ship is. Um, so if this reflects if it's a starfare, then you'd have the retaliators say flying on either side, either top to bottom or left to right, um, using their guns to provide cover, um, and then a shell of fighters that sort of surrounds the whole group as sort of like a like a tube almost formation, and they would provide cover. Nice. All right. Well, cool. Um, I mean, it, obviously, this is it dependent. Depend, it's dependent upon the situation, the specific yeah. uh, situation, and uh, the uh, the where you po- are. Yeah, the potential perm- permutations are probably numerous. So, um, uh, but it's an interesting uh, idea to think about. Uh, you know, when we get into 
uh, the PU, we're going to have to begin developing these uh, these teams. And so, um, mm-hmm. oh, definitely, yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely, that's, that's good. All right, well, thank you, Rift, for that. Um, uh, good good luck with with the Leviathans. I'm 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 scared for you. Release the Kraken! Yay! All right, now I'm going to butcher this name the first time through, but I'm going to I'm going to get it right. <clears throat> Andway de Oki. He spells it out for yeah, you. Yeah, he gave you the pronunciation. How would you butcher it? They can't <laughs> see that on the radio. <laughs> we're not going to give you. We're not going to make it seem like you know what you're doing. Yeah, we're not going to give you first pass on that one. My brother is Kenway <laughs> Daoki. Um, randomly found Star Citizen. Big fan of um, big fan of player driven MMOs. Star Wars Galaxies, yay! Uh, was my favorite game for the better part of a decade. Looking forward to a similar type of game community and player driven interaction. I play lots of different games on PC and Xbox, uh, Guild Wars Two, Halo, Smite, etc. I am not real interested in dogfighting single-seater ships, but I'd love to crew a massive ship and participate in some of the in-game sub-games like mining, exploration, and transport. I currently have an Avenger, but at some point I will be melting it for something bigger. Most likely a freelancer. Looking forward to hanging out with you guys and being part of a fun and relaxed, but also organized community of fellow Star Citizens. So welcome, Andway. And I have a name for these guys already. What's that? The Okie Dokie Brothers. <laughs> nice. I like it. I like that. That's pretty good. And speaking of the uh, the other brother, uh, Kenway, he says, Hi, I go by Kenway, which is pronounced Kenway. See, because I did have it written there phonetically. Good. good. Okay, I've been keeping a close eye on Star Citizen ever since it was on Kickstarter. I was never much into giving money to an unfinished game, but after a few years of seeing all the ships and what they were doing with the game, I figured it was time to jump on board. So earlier this year, I bought my first ship, the Origin 315P Explorer. I love the design of that series, and exploration sounds like a lot of fun. I'm more interested in the PU part of Star Citizen. I'm interested in being part of a large universe with with complete freedom to do what I wish. I was a huge fan of Star Wars Galaxies back in the day as it provided a universe for me to live in. I'm hoping to get the same type of feel from the Star Citizen PU when it comes out. I've also recently acquired two more ships for my hangar. I now have a Reliant and a Starfarer Gemini. The Star G is my pride and joy right now. Not only do I love the design of the ship, but I'm also happy that I got it for a really good deal. I am the winner of the Ship Shape Intro Contest that CIG held recently. For my hard work, CIG gifted me a Star G. How cool is that? That is awesome. That is very, very cool. He is a winner. And we are winners. Perfect fit. Culminating in those guys with ships. Awesome. Winners org. Awesome sauce. (laughs) So now I figured it's time to take my Star G and join an org. My brother and I have been looking for an org and have, and he has been listening to you guys for quite some time. He said you sounded like a good group of laid back guys, and that sounded perfect. I listened to a few episodes and I couldn't agree more. You guys seem like the perfect fit for us, so we decided to apply. Um, My brother and I are looking forward to getting to know you guys and helping make this the best damn space sim community ever, 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 ever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, welcome, Okie Dokie Brothers. Um, We should probably get clearance before we start calling them that. 
No. Probably. I don't think, I don't no. think we have to be, legally. To be fair, no. did did Star G ever ask us if he wanted us to call him Star G? But that's me calling me me. That's not you calling me. Yeah, you can't give that's, yourself a nickname. True. You calling yourself Star G is the reason why I'm calling you Starchy. Because you can't give yourself a nickname. Armadan Restel says, (laughs) I've been listening to you the last few weeks and finally decided to jump on board. I'm really looking forward to the FPS module more than Arena Commander and crewing on some of the larger ships. My current ship lineup is an Aurora LX, Connie Andromeda, Orion, and a Reliant. I suspect that the Orion and Aurora might be future melting fodder. I'm nearly as bad as someone else, it seems. Hmm, I wonder who he means. Hmm. But I'm firm on my choice of Connie and Reliant. Looking forward to seeing you guys in the verse. Well, welcome, Armadan. It's nice to have you here. Killswitch joined us. He says, recently joined the game and pledged for a Super Hornet. Went to iTunes and searched for a podcast relating to Star Citizen. Stumbled upon the verse cast and the rest is history. I'm from the UK and look forward to learning some basics and dogfighting from Ace and hopefully some refueling options from Star G. See, he likes my name. Unfortunately, I have nothing to donate to the Imaginarium of the Org Hangar and don't particularly like dinosaurs. Thanks in advance. <laughs> the Imaginarium of the Hangar. I love that. We have to use that going forward. Yes. Uh, warm regards, Killswitch. P.S. I'm hoping the name gives away my motive in the game. Um, what, what do you suppose that guy's, that means, guys? Killswitch. He's trigger happy. Mm-hmm. Huh. He, like, right. he, likes, I mean, he likes the pew pew. Okay. Yes. And then today, uh, uh, our most recent guy with ships joined us, Brizen Mundane, I guess. Is That's a great name. Yeah. I have an Aurora LN in Hangar and also a Carrick. I've been following Star Citizen since Chris originally wanted to call it Space Truckers. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, I, I think that's got to be a long time ago. Talk about a, a wide difference in ship ownage. Aurora yeah. LN versus a Carrick. Yeah. That's, that's a hell of a jump. Yeah, wow. Can you imagine the garage? <laughs> All right. And so over at the versecast.org, we got some new uh, members as well. We got Andway and Kenway joined us, uh, as did Armaden Gaming Guru Killswitch and Space Outlaw joined us um, today. So that's great. Um, Welcome. All right. All new members. Yes. They're great. They're magically delicious. That's did we all just yeah no that's just yeah <laughs> did we all just go for like the the nineties uh, cereal advertising uh, yeah. just there for a moment I think so yeah. <laughs> all right, so um, Jimmy, what is going on this week around the interverse? All sorts of fantastic things uh, on Twitter. Uh, Fiendish feathers uh, danger zone video is epic and grand. Um, I'm sure anybody that's on Twitter uh, has seen this pop up. Uh, if not, uh, we'll definitely have a link in the show notes to the YouTube uh, channel. But uh, Fiendish Feathers' uh, Danger Zone video is basically um, a shot-for-shot recreation of Top Gun. And I'm assuming he did this in, in engine with, with assets that are already in game. or like I, I was wondering how he did that. Does anybody have any idea? It, I need to see this now. I'm a magic. huge fan of Top Gun. It's in Engine, but I don't know how he got the shots. And honestly, I'm really curious because I would like to do stuff like this. Yeah, it's is it, awesome. Is it 
what see what is it what scenes is it from is it like the character deck operations at the beginning of the film i'm pretty sure it's the intro yeah it's been i i don't think i've seen that movie s- since it came out in the 80s so i barely remember it to my memory you have no idea um yeah because he starts out with like the text from the beginning of uh top gun okay and and then rolls okay, into yeah this. yeah and then he rolls into the whole video right up to like the end where um the uh uh one dude spits out his coffee yeah <laughs> Yeah. Fly by the yeah, tower. Yeah, fly by the tower, yeah. So, um really really cool video. Um, you know, definitely like hands down one of the top uh fan-made uh videos that I've seen recently. I mean, it's right up there with Pieces of Eight. Oh wow, okay. I'll have to go see this. Yeah. Yeah, by that's the pretty way, cool. fun fact, did you know they're making a Top Gun sequel? <laughs> really? Wow. Yep. Starring Will Smith? Nope. <laughs> he, he can fly <laughs> ships with his brain, you know. Tom Cruise is in it. He's playing one of the instructors. Of course. Makes perfect sense that he would be an instructor now. Are we going to see Val Kilmer? All kind of like heavy and sully and not, yeah. You don't scare me anymore, Iceman. (laughs) All all Marlon Brando'd out. That's right. You cannot fly on my tail. years were not good to that, man. No, no, we're not good to him at all. No, no, no. Uh, if uh, you're interested in some cool Star Citizen short stories, uh, Wolf Larson, uh, Wolf Larson SC, uh, just recently put up a story that I thought was great called Void Queen. Uh, I don't want to give anything away about the story. It's a short story. Um, it's written by Michael Sheehan, and uh, it tells a story of a woman pilot named Samson and her hornet ghost, and the ghost is called the Void Queen. Uh, really cool story. Um, I, I I really like the way the story was told. I really like the way the story ended. Um, you know, it is a, a top to bottom. There is no sequel. There is no, you know, leaves you hanging type thing. It is a beginning, middle, and end. And it's a solid story. It's worth well worth the read. I didn't realize Michael Sheen was into Star Citizen. Not that Michael Sheen. Are you sure? I got that. I got that. <laughs> are, you, are you sure, though? Ah, maybe. Is it spelled the same way? (laughs) No. No, I don't think so. Maybe? No? No. That would be great, though. (laughs) That would be pretty funny. Um, But yeah, it's uh, it's, uh, Wolf Larson SC. Um, I think he's part of the, uh, the, uh, what is it, the IN? Star Citizen uh, IN? Network Imperial News Network. Yeah, yeah, the Imperial News Network. Oh, um, nice. But yeah, very cool story. I really enjoyed reading that one. It was one of those ones where I had started to read it and then I walked away from it and then went back to it and then went back to it and I went back to it like three or four times through the course of the day to get through the whole story. Um, and it just kept me engaged the whole time. So good read. Uh, if Neat. you go over to the uh, those guys with ships hashtag, the uh, TGWS hashtag, You'll see uh, all of us talking about ARC. Uh, there's some talk about uh, uh, Elite Dangerous. There's a, apparently there was a rumored Mark Hamill sighting out in London. Um, you know, you got all the buzz for E3. Um, so lots of good little mini conversations all happening over at the hashtags. Go check that out. Use Mark it. Hamill in London for filming where Star Wars is in production? Mark no. Hamill no. tweeted about being there. And I think he said something about it not having not to do with Star, Star Wars. Wars right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's rumored to be involved with Star Citizen. Yeah. Well, that's because he knows Chris. He was in, famously, all of the um, Wing Commander games. He's the main character. Yeah. 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 I would be shocked if, if Mark was not in Squadron 42. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. I, I mean, he, he does uh, 
video game voice acting. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like he's he voices the Joker. everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's the Joker. He's and that's almost almost as arguably memorable as Luke Skywalker is. Uh, his Joker is what basically everybody who does the Joker since he did it sort of strives toward yeah yeah very true yeah he's, i was um I, I mean i've known that for a while now but i was really surprised to learn that that um that he's as popular for his joker as he was for luke skywalker mm-hmm. and th- you know at the uh at the um star wars celebration there is a bit with him and james T- uh taylor who is one of the one of the voice actors from the star wars cartoons and they had him do a impression of uh, the Joker on stage live because people wanted it so badly. Nice. All right. So even even at uh, even at the Star Wars celebration, is uh, people want to know? But can he do Val Kilmer? nice Um, if you head over to the uh, official RSI forums there's an interesting post there called um, Discovering Planets and Star Systems by uh, Mead223 and uh, in it uh, she, I'm going to say she uh, because it's a female avatar uh, talks about, uh, I've read on a few occasions that after the launch of the Persistent Universe uh, developers will be adding star systems and planets without notifying players slash the public so they can be discovered by exploration missions. Uh, in the Galactic Guide article uh, on the uh, Berman system, there is a, she cites a quote where it says, uh, only green band terraformed candidates uh, as uh, unremarkable and promptly sold, and discovered, I'm assuming, and promptly sold his spotter rights to the uh, United Nations of Earth. So the question is, um, if I play... If if a player discovers a planet or a star system, will they have the ability to claim spotter rights, or will it automatically be or will they automatically be given a sum of money by the UEE? Uh, I know the planets change over time depending on the kind of traffic in the area and uh, sort of cargo that passes through, as well as clans or orgs that purchase buildings, so on and so forth. But the core of the question is: uh, Will you be able to have a system or a planet, even temporarily, named after after you if you discover it? Anybody hear anything about that? I hope so. I hope that's the case. I mean, I know it's that way in Elite Dangerous. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. How yeah, how yeah. long in ED does it um, does the system stay named after you? Forever. Wow. Really? Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. As far as I know, I mean, well, because in I don't know in Elite Dangerous models the the entire Milky Way, so um, that's trillions. There's enough stars for everybody to have them. Yeah. Name yeah, 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 that's, yeah, that's yeah, badly. yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, for as I don't know, I know we have five systems to start, but in Star Citizen, but I don't know how many, um, how many nameable objects that's going to include at this point, but. Well, it's going to be uh, it, it's going to be interesting to see. I mean, as the game go, game grows and as they add more systems, I mean, it's not going to take long for people to discover them, especially when you've got what eight hundred thousand players. Well, it depends on how long it, it, it they how big they make it because, like again, in Elite Dangerous, I'm I'm currently working my way towards the center of the galaxy, which is it's just. It, it could take weeks to get there. And there are billions of stars along the way. Um, and most of them, uh, many of them have not been actually discovered yet, is my understanding. So, Have uh, you been doing discovery stuff while you've been doing that? Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay, so you're probably going to make a lot of money that way. Uh, that's the hope. That's the hope. On I'm, the I'm return trip. Yeah, I'm, I'm building up. I mean, I have not gotten outside the band of human. Um, uh, I haven't gone beyond the, the furthest uh, station yet, which I believe is about 250 light years. Um, but uh, I know that, and I probably what I will do is go outside of that, um, gather some information, come back and sell it so that um, I can get a better ship before I make the, the final push. Um, now, the way that it works in ED is is it's procedurally generated, right? Each star system, like it's, how, how exactly does that work that they're able to um, have so many systems, or how, how they're able to model it after the Milky Way galaxy, for example? Um, well, they use real star maps to, um, to, see i guess the information but the the actual um uh data or the actual what you see is is generated on the fly right and you can't obviously can't land on any of those planets no right i mean i read an article about it um where they were talking in the original um elite dangerous they used fibonacci numbers to seed the generator um but now they're doing something different and i don't um it's math that's just enough. I know just enough to, to, to get a headache when I look at it. Now, so do you think do you think that um, that Star Citizen will adopt something like this? Because the thing is, I, I would imagine that it, they're going to have to do something like this in order to expand the universe, and then um, they'll have their systems that that have already been named that will be in development that will have landing zones, and then do you think potentially they'll do something like this for new discoverable systems? They are. Oh. One of the stretch goals was procedurally generated oh. systems. Okay, I totally yeah. missed um, that. And I think they have. They said they're going to put like a. They're going to have a dedicated team to, um, to work on that. All right. Well, that that totally answers the exploration question then, because um, that was something I was I've been thinking about for a while. Where how they were going to be able to do that, but that makes perfect sense. Yeah. But so but we, I, does it say in there John whether it's going to be based on known data or is it potentially going to be fictitious? I would assume I would that assume it's going to be fictitious. fictitious. Yeah, yeah, I would I would yeah. agree Star with that. Star Citizen yeah. leans towards the more fiction side um right. while ED is I think mostly based on what we know and then they fill in gaps where we don't know things. Their, their best guess at that yeah, point. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if that's okay. if that's the case, then I would think that um, that they will probably have uh, spotter spotters rights uh, for uh, newly discovered systems. Yeah, I, in Star Citizen, one of the things I'm looking forward to is is discovering jump points, which um, is going to be, I think, is going to be part of that generation, that procedural generation, because they, if I am understanding it correctly, they, they come into existence, they may be there for a little while or a long while, or they may just be there, um, you know, uh, just, they may just disappear. Okay. All right. Interesting. Is well, that, is that right? Is that, is that your guys' recollection? That they, that they collapse kind of? Uh-huh. I don't. I don't remember them saying anything about that, but I mean, I, I guess that would make sense to to some extent that your star maps become outdated and you have to basically continue to go out and generate new star maps uh, for uh, systems where the jump points have collapsed. I guess. Yeah, I seem to remember something about if they're not being used, that they can get stale or something, or that they're the constantly becomes, changing. Yeah. Yeah, the data yeah. becomes uh, in incomplete or uh, no longer valid. Cool. It has to be remapped. 
that's yeah. that's one of the um uh the design posts that I'm interested in seeing um but at the same time I feel like it's going to be so complicated that I won't really understand it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, that's that's the nice thing about being a member of those guys with speculations. You don't yeah. have to understand. <laughs> exactly. I uh, I totally missed that um, that stretch goal of procedurally generated uh, universes, but that that actually makes sense now, um, given the uh, pioneering mechanic that's in development. So maybe they'll actually talk about that when they do the uh, pioneering doc. Let's yeah. hope. I was actually kind of worried um, before they announced that that it would get stale the the exploration aspect. Um, so yeah, I was happy to see that stretch goal. Nice. Cool. Me too. Very All cool. right. Well, um, so yeah, that's over at the official RSI forums. It's a cool little thread. Um, you know, nice little topic, not related to, I want, I want, why can't I have, why can't I have, which seems to be rare at times over at the official forums. Uh, if you head over to uh, the versecast.org uh, forums and our general forum topics, the, the story of the day, I am going to actually cut our Oculus Rift post. So if you're interested in Oculus Rift, go check it up. Go check it out. But what I want to talk about, and I think other people in this... I really like Oculus. <laughs> you really have to cut this. Time to plan an intervention for Star G. Oh, by again. by oh. Avi by Avi Physics, so a- the chickens come home to roost. Avi oh. Avi has posted in the forums, uh, wants to know what people's thoughts are on uh, Gleep changing his name to Star G, or as I like to pronounce it, Starchy. <laughs> so I, w- I would like to point out that there's only I hate it and I hate it a lot options on the poll. There isn't there isn't like an actual hey I think that was really swell and I celebrate. Uh, the artist formerly known as Gleep coming out in his true butterfly of self-expression. I think the options were, I don't like this, and oops, I chose the wrong answer. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that. So, Gleep, uh, you know, in general, there'll be a link in the show notes. Everyone should go and weigh in on the controversy, the name change, the artist formerly known as and now known as. Uh, but Gleep, you've been suspiciously quiet on this subject, and I kind of want to hear from you and get your thoughts on it. Um, can you be more specific? Okay. Question one. Why did you decide to change your name? Um, I love that ship. I love that, that ship, much, though. I love that ship, and I also love Bootsy Collins. Now, explain the Bootsy Collins reference for people that don't know. <laughs> because he has glasses that have stars on them. What does that have this to do with another Star one of those, G? And, and he plays those monster have to, to have to Google this thing for you and figure out what it is. He plays the space base dude. What's his name? Bootsy. Collins. You don't know who Bootsy Collins is? Get out! Is he oh, wow. part of like? Jefferson Starship or something? Oh, good. Oh, God. Bootsy Collins is the greatest funk bass player the world has ever known. He was part of Parliament, Funkadelic. Oh, my God. I just Googled him, and I can't decide if this guy is more 
uh, impressive or less than the last guy we had to Google. <laughs> <laughs> so does he go by Star G? No, I don't know. I don't get the Star G in in relation to Bootsy Just Collins. Stars? I think you're grasping. <laughs> I, think it's the, I think it's the stars. I like the stars. The stars. I've, I've actually seen G. Bootsy live. He's really cool. So here, yes. here's an interesting thing that I didn't ba, 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 know. Ooh, baby. Here's an interesting what? thing that I didn't know that I thought was really, really super cool for and why I'm making my case to for you to stay Gleep. So I was unaware that Grover was originally called Gleep back in 1967. So is that where Gleep comes from? Yes, that is that is true. On his um, his uh, first appearance on television, it was on the Ed Sullivan it was Christmas special, I believe, and uh, he was uh, in a sketch to do with Santa's workshop, and his name was Gleep. So, okay, on the one hand, we have this amazing pre Grover reference to a character named Gleep that has. Tons of history that has made children smile for generations, circa 1967. The name of Grover before he was Grover. That is, like, super cool. Mm -hmm. On the other side, we have Star G, because you like the ship. I like the ship, and I like the glasses. Like, I would have have gone along with, like, Star Gleep. Yeah, I would go with... Star G is just kind of generic now. It also makes you sound like a punk, I'll be honest, and you're not a punk. No, it makes you sound like an old dude that is remembering the hip-hop from the 80s. <laughs> 70s, really. Oh, you're going to go back, to, you're gonna go back but, that but, far, but, huh? But, but who's counting? Yeah. Uh-huh. <sighs> I feel intervened. I just, you know, you know, take some time and think about it, but I, I, I personally, Gleep is... And um, is such a cool name, knowing the history and knowing the backstory. Star G, not so much. Yeah, especially the leet spelling. Yeah. <sighs> All right. <laughs> I will take it under advisement. All right. Mo- Fair enough. Moving on. Uh- <laughs> Mo- moving right. I, I would oh, like to um, thank Avi Physics for that. Thank you very much. <laughs> Grudgingly. Uh, you had a note in here. I just want to touch on Oculus real quick because you okay. said that you saw somewhere that it was $1,500. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Potentially. And I think in that quote, he was actually referring to how much it would cost for the Oculus and a system that could run an Oculus. Oh, okay. Um, so the Oculus itself, I think, is rumored to be like under 500 um, but they haven't actually said anything, so that would knows? be that so, would be amazing. So it's only a little, so it's only a little price gouging then, just a little bit. Yeah. Now the um the uh, not to get too into it, um, but uh, just briefly, it looked a lot lighter, a lot more streamlined. I like the fact that um that the headphones are optional, so that you can use your own headphones. Yeah. Um, I thought all of that was very very cool. And then is it Xbox or PlayStation that is exclu- that they're going to be doing content for? I forget. Xbox. Xbox. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, so you'll nice. be able to basically get into Halo. Although I thought I read somewhere that initially all it's going to be is like uh, it's going to it's going to be like you're looking at a iMag screen. Like it's not going to be fully immer- immersive right away. I'm pretty sure we talked about that last week. Did we? My memory's did, not so good. Did we? Or maybe I was. No, I think I was on the forums. Okay. Yeah, um, it's probably on the forums. So the way it works is, um, you can't actually play your Xbox One games inside the Oculus um, like like you would a normal VR game. Um, what it is is a virtual theater. Um, 
So it would show the game on a flat screen inside a virtual theater, which I don't... Sounds kind of weird to me. That sounds kind of lame, yeah. Yeah. Um, But I think they're doing the same thing with the Vive. They announced that at the Microsoft uh, briefing today. Um, And then they also showed some cool HoloLens stuff with Minecraft at E3. Yeah, I heard that that was was was, mind-blowing. Yeah, Yeah, that that was really, really cool. So, nice. Yep. Well, Lots there's of VR and AR stuff that is looking pretty cool on the horizon. There is Yay. a there is a very interesting discussion over in general chat, but more importantly, go over and weigh in on the time for time to plan an intervention for Star G because it's important. Already did. <laughs> Just made my vote. <laughs> um, over at uh, the uh, Versecast Star Citizen forum, uh, there's a thread in there uh, about talking about who's going to CitizenCon, CitizenCon 2015 by Hacksaw. And uh, I believe there's three or four people that are uh, that are planning on going. I would say anybody that's gonna that is over in Europe that's gonna go, that's listening to this podcast, go and sit, you know let people know that you're gonna be there because I. My experience with going to the LA, uh, the LA Citizen Con, I didn't know anyone, and by the time I left, I had three or four friends. I can't imagine how much fun it's going to be to show up at the UK one and uh, and have you know five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve uh, those guys with chips there. So if you're planning on going, if you've got a ticket. Go over to that thread and let people know that you're going to be going because it's going to be a good time. And if you're going with a group of org members, you're going to have a blast. Yeah, and uh, Whiskey Cat actually says here that he made a custom TGWS shirt. Oh, nice! Um, so if you're wow. there, I guess you'll you'll be able to spot him. Well, we've got uh, we've got Hacksaw, we've got Umaranth, we've got Whiskey Cat. Um, I. Th- it, no, Fable Junkyard's not going to be going. He got a new job. That's a bummer. Or Jobs are good. Unbummer. <laughs> well, no, it's good that he got a job, but it's a bummer he won't be going. <laughs> um, point being, though, is that uh, as of right now, there are definitely three confirmed those guys with ships going. So um, if you're out there, if you got a ticket, you got friends... Let everybody know you're going to be there so you guys can all kind of meet up and plan and get drunk together and have a good time. We need to get some Versecast merchandise going here sometime. What would we make? Cough lozenges. Shirts? Well, considering we don't have a Patreon campaign, uh, pencil sketches? You know, the cough (laughs) lozenges I would do. I would buy uh, Versecast-based cough lozenges. They'd be useful. Yes. I'd probably be the only person who would, though. Yeah, but does that, like promote us and eucalyptus very well mm. here's the sinuses <laughs> exactly better voice attack there you go <laughs> exactly for those people who do all that podcasting <laughs> or something but as always uh all of these links will be in the show notes um and uh you know by all means if you see anything on the internet uh by and large uh email us at versecast at versecast.org or email me at jimmy at versecast.org and let us know because the internet's a big place we can't find everything star citizen related please 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 email us speaking of emails Speaking of emails, our good buddy Stag emailed us, and I'm going to read that for you now. 
See, I could use a lozenge right now. Are, are, are those guys with ship's lodge? lodge? With eucalyptus. Nice. I'm quoting an org member here. I just can't remember who. So, due credit is due. He said, if you want to be an elite dogfighter, you can do so with a gamepad or a hotas or mouse and keyboard or even a funky joystick trackball setup. I don't know if that was it. Was that a dig at UAs? Maybe. Might have been. <laughs> um, from the graphs, there's, there is obviously a preference, but a lot of people may just not have a decent joystick or hotas to play with. Everybody has a high-end mouse and keyboard. What percentage have high-end HOTAS's HOTAS setups? It's too early to criticize controller balance. Maybe 1% of the people who play the game in its current state actually have enough flight time in to give that kind of feedback. I might have 70 to 80 hours on gamepad and I'm still learning. Save the balancing stuff till way down the road. Get the assets in. Polish the mechanics and animations and back end. We're also still way too limited in the game modes and environments to have a good enough scope on the pros and cons of a specific controller input. Anyway, quality shows this week. I thought Janto's walking was very good. It was it was a solid walking. I, I will not argue that point. And I, I, everybody that's out there listening to the podcast, if you don't know, Stag is Yellow Stag, and Yellow Stag is an exceptional pilot. I mean, he he knows how to fly a ship. Um, and I, I agree with him 100%. Yay. I think... I, John, 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 are you going to give us any walking? Well, you know, I think it was pretty good the way he put that message together. And I have to say that I agree with all the points that he, you know, pointed on. Okay. Thank you. Okay. That wow. Was that was impressive. Whoa. You've been practicing because that was better than last week's. Wow. <laughs> Color me uh, impressed. Yes. Mac Virus wrote in and he said, Gleep, why do you hate pirates so much? I feel like you have a certain disdain for pirates and the underbelly of the verse. What would be the point of escorts without people like me? It wouldn't be fun if NPCs were the only threat. Besides, if you are traveling outside of safe space, you are practically opting into the possibility of combat. I also accept that I will be hunted as the pirate scum I am by aspiring bounty hunters as part of my actions. I'm still a guy with ship, even if it's technically once someone else's sh- It was technically once someone else's ship. Sincerely, Mac Virus. P.S. I love the show and this community. Keep up the good work. And he included a little um, frowny face of uh, Johnny Depp as a pirate. And oh, sort of sad pirate. Yeah, that's that's a very that's fake sad Johnny pirate. Depp. That is definitely is that, fake Johnny Depp. <laughs> is that is, a wax casting of Johnny Depp? It might be. Really? No. Oh. I mean, it looks kind of like him. It, it, a little, little droopy in the jowls. So, so Gleep, do you hate pirates? Uh, the the character Gleep uh, despises pirates. The uh, the artist performing the role of Gleep does not. How's that? Ah, so a little bit of role play then. Yes, yes, very indeed. nice. Yes, indeed. In in my in um, several of my Dungeons and Dragons campaigns, I play a paladin. So, um, I'm uh, I am sworn to defeat evil. Okay, fair enough. I um, fair enough. I, I will say that um, the only the only 
character or the only person in the verse that I will, as a character, despise will be slavers. Not a big fan of slavers, but I don't think very many people are. It's going to be interesting to see who takes on that role. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's true. But so. but pirates, hey, I want to know all the pirates so that like when they stop me in the verse, I go, is that so-and-so? And they go, oh, hey, what's up? Ah, go ahead, dude. You can keep going. So, but I, I'll tell you, my favorite pirate, Mac Virus. Oh. Oh, there you go. Nepotism always works. <laughs> uh, and then we received an email from Avi, Avi Physics, of just mere moments ago. He says, hey, guys and gals with ships, the totally unofficial Greater Sacramento Area Versecast meetup is coming June 27th at 7.30 until late. It's going to be at the Coin-Op Game Room in beautiful downtown Sacramento. All are welcome to come and enjoy beer, food, and classic arcade games with our proud Greater Sacramento Area Versecast members. Excuse me. Lozenge. Thank you. People that plan to attend should let us know by posting in the corresponding roll call thread, and I will post a link to that, or PMing Avi Physics on the Versecast forum. Nice. Linked in the show notes. Sleep, so, are you going? I can't. <coughs> it's, I'm, I'm sad. I am sad to report that I am not going to be around that day. So, um, oh, man. I, unfortunately, um, unfortunately, we didn't figure that out until after it had already been set up. I, 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 I take full responsibility for being tardy in the forums. I wasn't paying close enough attention. Avi had mentioned it uh, to me previously on a number of occasions, and I told him I thought it was a really good idea. And so he polled folks, and they found a day that worked. And um, it doesn't work for the old Gleepster, but uh, there will be more. So um, uh, next time. But uh, totally down for it. Uh, I'm excited about it and uh, looking forward to seeing uh, what uh, what goes on there. Because I know, you know, uh, Ace, you had the... Uh, uh, the meetup there in Portland with uh, Chivalry Bean and uh, mm-hmm. the the recording schedule being what it is, um, if they are going to report on that, I believe it'll be in the show that's coming out um, on the 16th, which is just just after we're recording this. So I'm I'm wondering if uh, if they're going to um, mention that and uh, uh, meeting meeting your fine person there. So it'll be interesting to hear what they say. Yeah, yeah. Am I the um, o- am I the only guy with ship in Los Angeles? That's not possible. I, mean, that can't I can't be possible. I can't imagine LA's that's possible. LA is a huge city. That can't be possible. Yeah. Yeah, that... well, technically you're not the only guy with ship uh, CIGs out there, they got plenty of ships. Well, yeah, I mean, but you know, sending an sending an email to CIG going, "Hey, let's all hang out," might be a bit creepy. <laughs> Technically, they have all the ships. Yeah, that's know. true. They do have all yeah. the ships. Yeah. Well, I, and that cre- creepy email, I guarantee you, Jimmy, it's been sent. Oh time. yeah, totally. Hey guys, <laughs> hey guys. So I'm in the neighborhood. Uh, I'm downstairs. Um, can I come yeah. in, hang out, guys, guys? Hey guys, guys. You know, they do actually allow people walk up tours. I've heard about that. Yeah, I, I had heard about that as well. If you're cool about it, they'll, they'll let you walk through and take a look. Yeah, I um I, I I got some feelers out for some things and some stuff and whatnot and and the like, but I'm not I'm not ready to talk about any of it yet. Jimmy All right. works for CIG, guys. You just don't know it. <laughs> no. <laughs> You're actually Bandit Loaf, aren't you? Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. 
All right. Well, thanks, guys, for the feedback and the email. Please keep it coming. Um, and we're going to update now the iTunes. We're going we're to try to whip through this because we have got a lot here. And um, uh, we talked last week about we were having trouble aggregating our iTunes reviews. And we, uh, we are truly worldwide. And uh, so, John, can you uh, tell us a little bit about uh, what we've uh, figured out in the last uh, week about this? Yeah, so it was brought to our attention that for every iTunes page, for every podcast, there is a separate page for every single region. And there are 122 different regions for all the different countries in the world. Um, and to find all those podcast, uh, all the reviews, we would have to switch our region in iTunes 122 times, search for Versecast, and find the reviews. And that is just not feasible every week. And honestly, I don't even want to do it once because next week there might be more. Um, so what I've done is just gone through and tried to find as many as I could um, through all of the countries that I recognize as might be English speaking. Um, so if you've left a review in a region that I'm not going to read today... Um, please send us an email or a tweet at us or something. And if you send a review down the road that is not in the U.S. region, please contact us so that we can read it on the show because we really like to cover all the reviews. Yes, yes. Thank you very much. Um, so, John, do you want to take a take a second and run through the international ones that you were able to find? Sure. Um, from Canada, we have four reviews. First one's from Angry Bus Driver. He says, Star Citizen podcast for every man, a guilty pleasure to listen to, and a great way to kill the downtime at work. Somehow, I'm not as angry listening to Versecast. <laughs> Keep up the awesome job. Nice. He's actually... Only a mildly annoyed bus driver. Yes, he's actually an angry bus driver. Um, uh, next one's from Glance a lot. Uh, fantastic five stars, just won't cut it. Uh, the only show for Star Citizen Info, the Thursday night training is very beneficial and chatting on Mumble and getting to know the members has been a great experience. In my opinion, it should have an all-star rating. Keep up the great work. Uh, oh, this is from uh, actually uh, Diavolo or Diavolo, a.k.a. Major Matt Mason. Awesome. Uh, next one's from Bubba Smith Four. Great Star Citizen fan. Oh, great for Star Citizen fans. I listen to several Star Citizen related podcasts, and this is definitely my favorite. Unlike their peers, they are not ready reading pre-scripted segments or trying to be overly produced. They are a great oh, group of guys. We are definitely not overly produced. Uh, <laughs> sometimes I wish we had some producing. Nope. 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 <laughs> Uh, they are a group of guys chatting about a game that they love. They are fans like me. Yes, we are. Uh, from Joko Boko, great Star Citizen podcast. Great podcast. I can listen to audio media at work, so I choose to listen to this podcast to stay updated on all the information in Star Citizen that I don't really get to take in otherwise. Very entertaining, guys. Keep up the great work. That is from Blank. Um, I think that's actually his name. <laughs> yes. No. That's his name on the site, at least. I've seen yes. I've seen him uh, play with us a few times. Yeah, yeah. Um, then from Great Britain, we got three reviews. 
This is from Umaroth, of course. Yay. The infamous Umaroth. <laughs> or famous. I think he's just famous. He's famous. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's famous. Uh, Got a Pulse by Umaroth. Well, if you have one and enjoy Star Citizen, this is the podcast for you. That's <laughs> simple. That's simple. Yep. That's all needs to be said. Uh, how to long hauling? Wait, how to long haul star citizens? How how do long hauling star citizens? Yeah, yes. Get, get three hours. Pale riders. These guys are, are a must have to bring along on long haul driving, like having three good friends in the car with you, and best of all, you get to talk star citizen. Great humor, great format, great information. Star Citizen Chat. Looking forward to traversing the verse with the verse cast community. Uh, then we have The Only Problem Was by Hacksaw. There was a problem with this podcast, and that was there was not enough stars available to rate it properly. Seriously, though. <laughs> I see what he did there. If you like Star Citizen, then this podcast is a must. Well-informed and interestingly put together, presented in a way that will not make you lose interest. Keep it up and see you in the verse. Thank you, Hacksaw. Um, then from Sir Ravi, we got the best damn space sim. Wait, the best damn space sim space space. <laughs> Use your words. Come on. I'm a little confused. Am I reading this right? The best damn best space damn space, space sim podcast Space and community, podcast ever. community ever been following oh for a couple i was months reading now. that as a word okay i get it i get it <laughs> wow oh my Word, God. words are hard uh, it's, that, it's that, that two hour mark man we all start falling apart <laughs> look it's almost I'm fine midnight, over here. okay <laughs> um been following for a couple months now the podcast is great the community is great the org is great and the game is great I'm really upset that I don't have more time to really interact with the community lately. Time zones don't help. Um, slanted face. But I'll get there again. And in the meanwhile, the forum community is the nicest I've ever seen. Keep at it, guys, with ships. Sir Ravi. Yeah, he's a huge contributor on the forum. Yeah, no, oh, it's yeah. very, very cool. And and I have to agree with him. I mean, our forums are just, they're just mellow. I mean, everybody's really cool. Everybody seems to really be on the same page. Um, it's a nice place to go hang out. Yeah, there's really no negativity there. No, it's kind of surprising. Yeah, actually. yeah, totally. Um, from Australia, we have Best Star Citizen Podcast by AJAM. I've listened to all Star Citizen podcasts, and the crew at Versecast are the most informative and easygoing of all. So porridge. Ah, yeah. so porridge. Wait, that's, I like that. That's the shirt we need. We need a those, cast, those guys with ship's shirt, and then the, it needs to be so porridge. Yeah. That would yes. Be. I agree. That's perfect. That's perfect. Well, um, I will take care of the domestic uh, reviews that we've gotten since last time. Um, we have from Ozzy Isaacs. He says, The fun place for Star Citizen news. This show is the place to go. I've now listened to all the past episodes and enjoy hearing what they have to say. Even though I haven't had a chance to join one of their meetups, the second show they release every week covers the Those Guys with Ships community and makes it feel like you are a part of it. I always look forward to hearing what's next. Yay! You are a part of it. Thank you so much for being for listening. Uh, Berserker says, very entertaining podcast. Listening to this podcast is usually how I stay up to date. They discuss some of the most recent news of the game and 
and from the forums. Plus it is always it plus it always has a nice tone of just friends talking to each other. I have recommended this podcast to other Star Citizen backers and I'm also happy to be a part of the org. Keep up the good work guys. Thank you. Armaden sent us a, or a, a reviewed us and said <clears throat> I've been listening to these guys the last few weeks and they've been great. Trying to keep up with all things Star Citizen can be very time-consuming, so getting a rundown of the current news along with debate and discussion of what is to come each week is great. These are the kind of people I want to meet in the Persistent Universe. Keep it up. Star Pony Captain says, Great Star Citizen podcast. Great conversational Star Citizen podcast. Really active group with packed weekly podcasts. Looking forward to flying with them in the verse. And then today we got from the Condor 87Z. I've been listening since March and decided it's time to review you guys. Your show makes me more and more excited for the game. Hopefully I can team up with you guys with my 325A. Thank you very much, everybody. We really do appreciate the uh, reviews. And in the future, if you are reviewing us outside the U.S., please do. And even if you're reviewing us here in the U.S., please, you know, pop it into an email and send it to us at comms at versecast.org so we can absolutely be sure uh, not to miss it. You know, I mean, we're, we, we've all got jobs and busy lives. And so, you know, unfortunately, some stuff does fall through the cracks. But this is important. And we don't want, we don't want uh, your contribution to our community to uh, be one of those details that gets dropped. So uh, help us out and uh, send that information along. Yes. And sorry about the bombardment of reviews. But we do want to cover <laughs> all of them. And yeah. this probably won't happen again well it's uh, you <laughs> Hopefully. know at, at the end of the day it's it's um we we, we want to you know recognize the people that that take the time you know everybody always you know they always say that like it's easy to write a bad review it, it, it's a little bit more time consuming or, or people really are passionate about something when they write a positive review and it's just awesome man it's it's just really cool to hear everyone's excitement for the game being at the same level that we're at and i'm psyched man i'm really excited for when the game goes live i'm really excited to meet everybody in in the persistent universe and it's just it we're building a really great community and and i love hearing uh uh, viewer feedback love it yeah and people have asked about you know donating to the site or or the podcast um and our response is, we don't want your money, but if you have a few minutes, we'd love it if you left us a review on iTunes or followed us on Twitter or, got, you know, interacted in the forums yeah, or yeah. shared the show with your friends because that's what what will really help the community thrive. Yeah, be, yep. act, be active in the community. Um, it, it, that, that's payment enough for us. Yep. Yes, indeed. All right. Well, speaking of community activity, what has the community done together out there in uh, the verse this uh, this week? We had um, we had a flight academy on Thursday, and uh, it was a, it was a bit sparsely populated. So I think we should we should talk about that. I think the game is in a difficult place right now. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're, I, we're we're kind of in like you a in limbo. the back, you in the back, Mister Ace. Um, you have your hand I've up. Been, I've been suspiciously quiet this entire time. Um, yes, uh, I. My personal opinion is that the game is not in a terribly comfortable state for flying and doing classwork. Um, this is especially true for me because it's hard to plan classes when, like this Sunday, 
the uh, party system wasn't even working properly. Oh, that was yeah. so painful. It felt like it was when point eight was out when you had to like sync up. So what we did was we synced up uh, uh, game launches to make sure we got into the same game together. Do, do you think and that's just not excusable for a classroom environment? Do you think that do you think that has to do with back end work? Or do you think they're doing something that's that's wreaking havoc with the system? I mean, because oh, I'm certain it yeah, is. Yeah, the matchmaking there, system I mean, was it's, it's a game in totally broken. It's it's a game in progress, and they're working yeah, on yeah. it. I wouldn't mind doing some classwork in aisle two, but the problem with that is that not all of the people have it, and because it requires a joystick, not a lot of people want to play it. Um, and let's be fair, what we're here to learn is to play Star Citizen. Um, yeah. I would suggest that um, if you want to learn how to do some combat in aisle two, I'll gladly take you up whenever you want to and just set up a server and we can go fly. I, I would love to do that, but if it's not your thing, that's fine too. Um, what I do suggest that we practice on, if we're doing any sort of training at all, is FPS training. Mm. Because that's what's coming down the road. Plan- mm-hmm. so is this your plug for Planetside? Because you, you were se- you were selling <laughs> no. me hard last night. Well, I was doing my damnedest to sell you hard on it. And, and actually, the ironic thing is that um, um, what I've been doing in Planetside has been a lot of, a lot of flying, interestingly enough. Um, but no, I mean, we'll talk about that later when we get to what we were doing as a group. As far as the, as far as Flight Academy is concerned, I am comfortable putting this thing on the shelf for a while until the game gets to a stable, comfortable place where I can teach a class and not have to worry about half my class members losing connection or not being able to get into the class to begin with, um, and having a more stable system. I am perfectly fine with that if we find a game that works better we can do that in the meantime i don't i don't see that being i mean we've discussed this before whether you know the alternatives um and and there have been some changes um with the release of x-wing alliance on steam um that would be a possibility it's got a it's it's space-based at the very least um and it's got uh multiplayer support but again it's another, another really old game the problem with a lot of these is that because of the the uh, flight sim drought that's basically existed from about 1995 till today, there really isn't a great space sim game to practice in at the moment. Well, and, yeah, and to learn how to fly in Elite Dangerous, it's not the same flight mechanics, so it's, in a way, kind no. of a waste of time. Everything you would learn, basically, is, is stuff that you're learning in generalities. Right. So the stuff I teach you in aisle two stuff I teach you in elite dangerous or in X-Wing Alliance. It's all logistics. This is how you fly together. This is the importance of flying as a unit, how to cover each other's backs. It's all important stuff, but it's not what you're going to be learning about how to fly specifically in star citizen. You need star citizen for that. Makes sense. Yep, yep. So we're going to we're going to potentially put uh Thursday nights on ice and just basically focus on our Sunday nights. Mhm. And and if Thursday nights people want to play something or do some training of some kind, hit me up personally. I will take you out on that, but no more specialized classes. Or any night. I mean, if I mean, check in oh, yeah. check in at uh, the, yeah. the main page on Versecast and it's it's right there in the right-hand column. You can see who's online and just jump in and see what folks are doing and I know that Ace uh, a lot of times is uh, has mumble up when he's doing other stuff at home and uh um, you know, if, if he's there, ask him, say, Hey, you, you got a minute to, to show me something in IL two, or do you want to play some planet side? And, uh, he's always, uh, he's always, uh, you know, happy to play. So, 
I'll be down. Now, yeah. I, I will say uh, Levi S. on Twitter uh, had made a suggestion about uh, potentially uh, Twitch Twitch streaming and, and or and or recording uh, maybe a couple of flight classes. And um, I don't think that might not be a bad idea, maybe for some of the bigger topics, like flying in formation, yeah. um, you know, uh, group combat tactics, maybe, maybe do a small series, maybe half dozen classes maybe well and there have been there have been some people not, most notably team legacy right that has been putting together videos i think that would be a great idea is to, to take a look at some of what they've done and and uh put some of that stuff together and, and put some of the stuff that i've learned together and, and do some filmed content that can then could be you know thrown up on the on the website mm-hmm. and hosted there for people to, to come visit and see absolutely yeah yeah totally absolutely. well you know some, something definitely for us to to talk more about and um see uh, see how it goes yeah, mm-hmm. and if you have a computer that um, that will run Star Citizen, you can play PlanetSide too, and you can oh yeah, you can play it mouse and keyboard. You can use a controller. Uh, you can use a joystick. I mean, I, I think it's pretty friendly for any control scheme, and it's free. So um, you know, it's it, you know, if you put some money into it, then you know, it, it is. I don't know. Would you guys call it pay to win or just sort of pay to be cool? Uh, it pay to be cool. Mm-hmm. Um, it's only pay to win on an individual basis. Mm-hmm. Um, the way Planet Side really shines that I have come to discover is when you're playing with a large coordinated group. I mean, that's why I want to suggest doing if we're going to do any sort of FPS training, it would be that or an Arma, where fighting as an individual person you can't make a lot of difference, really, honestly. Mm-hmm. But if mm-hmm. you're fighting with a large group, which we want to be, because we'll be, you know, fighting in 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 pairs or groups or or squads in combat, um, as, as a as an organization, then that's the place to do it in. Yeah, um, uh, but Arma's done. not free. Arma Arma, you got to no. pay for. Arma is not free. Um, uh, Arma does punish you for not practicing with each other much more thoroughly than. Uh, um, uh, planet side does but yes planet side is free and i think as a great place to sort of pick up a game to start with and practice as a group mm-hmm. it's good and you have already a lot of uh existence uh with um uh people here who have a lot of uh a lot of experience a lot of experience we'll talk about the experience and the way it made itself noticed later on okay um, but uh, <laughs> it's so mysterious. Okay. Um, I had a thought. Did it disappear into the ether? <laughs> Did what? The thought. Well, I was gonna talk. I was gonna talk <laughs> about um, exactly Sunday night. What we did on Sunday. Oh, okay. Well, why don't you go ahead and do that? Because Sunday night uh, was amazing uh, because Vendis showed up. And he was drunk. <laughs> and he played Planet Side drunk. Oh. And I forever, forever will know Vendus as Stupendous Vendus because he <laughs> nice. decided he needed a nickname. And and it was part of the part of the very interesting conversation we had while playing Planet Side. Um I I I'm calling you out now. You are never gonna live this down, man. Never gonna live it down. You've be, got to be careful about nicknames. You'll have Abby Physics start a poll on you. <laughs> <laughs> Vendus huh. gives me crap every time I log off. 
Like Oh, he does to me too. He does to me he, too. He's got two hours on me and he gets upset when I log off at like twelve o'clock at night. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be clear, we don't hate him. He does do our server oh, stuff. Yeah, so we he's love a great Vendus. guy. Oh, he's, he's, he's the funniest guy. He's great. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I was I was playing Planet Side. We were playing him, and, and he was when he was doing his his rather inebriated ramblings. I had to put the controller down. I was laughing so hard at a couple <laughs> places. Man, he's just, he's just ridiculous. I regret missing that. Yeah. Oh, it was fun. It was fun. That was Saturday, wasn't it? Uh, I think the drunkenness was Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, because because we played Star Citizen on Sunday. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, a little bit, and um, and uh, so and there and I think I mentioned earlier, but I did want to point out again that there were people that came out wanting to play Star Citizen. We had you know Doc Butt Ch- Doc Buck Shot, uh, Tovirus, uh, Stag and Ace played, and I played some, and uh, so um, you know that's uh, that's cool. I mean, and so if you do want to play Star Citizen and you want to. Um, uh, and you want you're willing to put up with um, all of the the challenges of uh, trying to do so with the current state of the game. Uh, chances are you can find somebody that's willing to uh, give it a shot with you. So and and if yeah. if not, there were 15 people playing Ark Sunday night. Uh, that's what I was gonna say. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, yeah, we don't we don't need to pimp the dinosaurs. No. Hey, I'm hey I'm not playing it. The- I came into the mumble and there were more people than I had ever seen ever in mumble and they were all playing Ark. <laughs> so um hey I'm I'm I got to say Ark is surprisingly polished for an early access survival game and I I'm not that thrilled about a lot of the survival games that I've backed on Steam or Kickstarter. Um, Reign of Kings. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> yeah. Reign of Kings, not as polished as Ark. And, like, DayZ, still not as polished as Ark, I don't think. Um, so you, Ark is You played H, just H1, uh, H1Z1? I haven't played that one, no. no I haven't either. Um, I hear that one's me pretty too. good. Uh, but, but Ark is just it's really fun. And if you like dinosaurs, then you need to come play it with us. Or if you just want to hang out with a bunch of cool guys and have a good time. Yeah. That's what I do. I just hang out in the channel and let Venice give me shit for not playing art. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a good point. It's like, you know, a, a large part of our community is guys just coming and checking in on Mumble saying, hey, what are you guys doing? You yeah. know, so, and that's that's fine too. I mean, like right now out there in, in the... In the dinosaur pit, we got uh, four guys out there, including Vendus. Um, so, uh, you know, if if you're um, if you're listening right now, you should jump on to uh, versecast.org, check out who's out there, and see what they're playing, and uh, uh, either uh, join them or give them a hard time. Also, I've seen Jer Navy in the Elite Dangerous uh, channel like every other day the past week. Um, mm-hmm. Plan some of that. We did some of that on uh, on Sunday. We had four of us all in one of the conflict zones, and there was some actual squad combat. The four of us covering each other's backs and and firing on targets together. It was amazing. Did you guys huh. do that after Star Citizen? Uh, yeah, yeah, we did. Mm. Uh, yeah, it was fun. Did you guys pledge to a, a power yet? We are. We are part of Hudson. Oh, okay. So for those curious, the the TGWS. 
uh, faction that we pledge to is Hudson because they're the most combat oriented. They give the best rewards for combat. Yeah. So he looks a little bit like Malcolm in the Middle's dad. <laughs> nice. And who wouldn't want to back that? Wait, isn't that Brian Cranston? It is. Yeah. So uh, to to recap, we're gonna put Thursday nights on hold for a little while. We're not eliminating it. We're just putting it on hold until the game that we're all here to play is in a little bit better shape. Um, we're encouraging people to come out whenever they're available to play and see who else is out here. I mean, if everybody does that, then you know there's always going to be somebody out there to play with. Um, and then, but we're still going to keep doing the, the the Sunday afternoon meetups, and folks are just going to play what they want to play on those days. And uh, we're going to highly encourage folks to, if they've got uh, if, if they got the the space on their hard drives, to uh, download PlanetSide. Download PlanetSide Two. It's free. Um, you don't have to commit any money to be able to participate. I haven't spent a dime on it, and I'm able to fly around with Ace and his Valkyrie, and you know, uh, have a good time. So uh, you can too. Yeah, and honestly, subscribing really the benefits aren't incredible. No, no. I mean, it, it's it's a nice thing, but yeah, it's not really necessary. Yeah, Sony doesn't uh, need your money. Not really. Well, Sony, it's not even Sony doesn't anymore. get your money anymore. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? So, wow. Sony doesn't even own the company. Yeah, it's, it's Daybreak Studios now. Mm-hmm. Oh well, they may have families and stuff. So I take that back, Daybreak. I'm sorry. <laughs> you should subscribe. I'm subscribing right now. Actually, no, no. if you subscribe to. The planet side, you get to play mm-hmm. all of Daybreak's uh, games, which is formerly all of uh, Sony online entertainment games, which includes like the EverQuest games. Um, oh wow! D- D- uh, DC Universe Online. Wait, really? Yeah. Wow. It's a universal subscription. That. Whoa! For fourteen dollars. Yep. Oh, that's wow. pretty cool. That's actually really good. Do do they still do Star Wars Galaxies um, no, servers at no, all? No, that one's no. shut down. There's um there's <laughs> oh. a there's an emulator oh. floating around. Um, but yeah. you know, it's just I loved loved Galaxies, but I, I loaded the emulator and started over again. And the the whole the thought of grinding my way back up to a triple threat, I was like, I just I can't. Yeah. Yeah. You just have like a mo- moment of moral quandary. Yeah, 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 because it's such a grind, uh, you know. And it's just like I was just like, no, I, you know what? I'm just gonna leave it as a fond memory, uh, you know, as as something from the past. Like I didn't, you know, you did. I didn't in the in the emulator. I didn't have my YT2400. I didn't have all of my gear. I didn't. I was just like, I just there's just no reason to start over again. <sighs> just like Second Life, back before it got weird. <laughs> So uh so Sunday everybody show up Sunday uh the 21st yeah Yeah absolutely absolutely and, and throughout the week people are playing and throughout yeah, the yeah of course throughout, throughout the week yeah the week. Week. Yeah, yeah. week all right Well guys um anything else we got tonight or um actually gonna... actually I have I have a question for um for John John yes um your your <laughs> friend your friend and mine Star G Wants to start a community for Def Jam Rap Star, the game, the PlayStation Three game, two thousand ten. Um, yeah. He he had mentioned to me before we started recording. Star G was like, "I want to play Def Jam Rap Star, and I want to start a community for it." I do. So, how would Star G go about doing that? Well, if it were me, I would suggest to your friend Star G. To go to engine.com. Hmm. You are all 
terrible. <laughs> Wait, we actually had him going. <laughs> how, how, how do you spell that, John? What is it? How do you spell that? Uh, T-H-A-T? No, engine. <laughs> that would be E-N-J-I-N dot com. And if you go there, what will you find? You will find a lot of tools that will allow you to create a gaming community website, including forums, you know, a blog role, uh, chat modules, uh, voice servers, all kinds of stuff. They have tons of modules, you know, stuff that like hook into WoW or uh, that uh, Final Fantasy fourteen game, Realm Reborn. They have mm-hmm. stuff like that that link into the game and show you items and just really cool stuff. And uh, it's free to to they have a free level of website that you can create there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, I don't know any HTML or JavaScript or C plus minuses or whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I made the Versecast website, so if you go there, that might tell you something about how easy engine is um not to brag up myself but it looks decent so um can i can i get some nitrous oxide for my space base yeah uh, what as as terrible as this plug is i will say your job on the website is fantastic and you've done a fantastic job with it and i think it does provide a great way a great proof of how useful and utilitarian engine is for creating something that's Andy. It's it's so. a it, all kidding aside. It really is a great site, man. I I, I really enjoy using it. Well, it's a base. You. It's a base in outer space. You see. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. And 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 I'm gonna say it. Base now. guitar. In the outer next space. podcast I'm on, whenever that is, hopefully it'll be next week. But the next podcast I'm on, I am doing the engine plug. <laughs> <laughs> we need to go through every single video game ever. Yeah, totally. The the Wait, most the, the more are... obscure the better. I was gonna say there are like so many video games that are space related and yet none of them have been what you've been doing why why would you do that that's just silliness (laughs) hey we had angry birds and they have angry birds space i mean what more do you want we just talked about starting a solitaire community it's important you're you're killing me small (laughs) all right well um you whatever you want to call me just don't call me late for dinner <laughs> you can tweet me at house gleep you can email me at gleep at versecast.org yeah listen dorothy the wizard of oz called they want their like old timey late for dinner reference <laughs> back <laughs> oh my throat is killing me i need that lozenge uh-huh i am uh, i am jimmy croker and you can find me at uh, or on twitter at jimmy croker you can find me mm-hmm. on uh, steam uh, the RSI site and uh, versecast.org as Jackson, J A X S U N, and email me at uh, Jimmy at versecast.org. You can find me at the only Jonto, and you can email me at John at versecast.org. I'm Delando87 on Steam. You can also reach me at aceazamine87 ace at gmail.com. Um, or um, I guess that's it. Yeah, that's it. Never mind. I'm very, very hard to contact. <laughs> <laughs> and these are all in the show notes, too. So, 
No stress. No stress. No stress. Just, just love. So love, are we love and base? Are we done? I think we are. I, th- I think I think we are. Well, what, what about what about our webs? What about our website and our what org page? What and, website? And what? the iTunes. The, what are you talking the, the, about? The engine website. What is Jonto? Oh, the engine one. Well, you know what you could do. You could email us at comsatversecast.org. You could do that. That would be a good idea. <laughs> you could. Uh, you could also find us uh, on Steam at those guys dot uh, those guys with ships. Those guys dot ships at versecast <laughs> slash backslash or calm slash calm semicolon calm calm shame shame what what is this we, we are we are oh shame stop it we are dragging this podcast to its conclusion kicking and screaming all the way all right i'm i'm gonna call it here as, as i say in uh um voice tech eject eject <laughs> tweet us at versecast go to our website done go go to our org page please robertspaceindustries.com slash org slash versecast versecast.org iTunes review us email us about it until next time we are those guys with ships and this has been our community podcast see you guys bye please email us about following us on steam and twitter Jonto, it's over and email us about joining us and email us about going to our website and email (laughs) us about oh my God. going on iTunes and reviewing us. And email us, please. Can so- can someone shut him up, please? <laughs> ba ba boo Jonto, go home. You're drunk. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye.